0: Marcus Sahaba, the voice of ahl Sunna wal Jamaa. Nika e masno, dukhe dil ka <laughs> marham. nikaqd masno, dukhe dil ka marham. Ye farma gay hai Rasool-e Mukarram. Ye farma gay hai Rasool-e Mukarram. یہ شادی ہے بے شک محبت کا خزینہ یہ محبت کی آمد صبا آمد کا ترنم 8 minutes after 11 uh, South African time assalamu alaikum it's a beautiful Tuesday morning on our program, The Bliss of Marriage. I see Haji Suleiman Esop. He's looking very, very mashallah, in a good mood. So he's my engineer from now till 12-ish, inshallah. I want to welcome the listeners of uh, Sirius FM, Haji Faisal Asmal, and Hafiz Yusuf Asmal and Company. And of course, I want to welcome the listeners of Merkazah, Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah. Well, jamaa remember our whatsapp number is 084-786-3132, 084-786-3132. international overseas listeners +27847863132 to today is the 9th of dhul 1444 which is also the 30th of uh, may 20 23 let's welcome our beloved honorable respected Fadilatul to ustad ustad welcome to the bliss of marriage assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh ustad
1: wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh barakallahu feekuma wa afad jazakallahu khairan this the listener wants to know ustad from uh, Zakpak can my wife slaughter
0: her own sheep at a farm ustad
1: bismillahir rahmanir rahim نَحْمَدُهُ وَنُسْوَلِّي عَلَىٰ رسول الْكَرِيمِ أَمَّا بَعْدِ All praise due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutation be upon our beloved Master and Leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah وسلم. First and foremost, we should know today is the 9th of Zul so exactly one month left, MashaAllah, for the day of Hajj, 9th of Zul And we told you on several occasions that Allah Al-Aziz, Eid will be Eid adha on the 29th of June, that is a Thursday, Allah. Now the question of the brother is that his wife, she knows how to slaughter properly and so forth. Now she wants to slaughter her sheep in the farm. Is that permissible or not? You know what happens in the farm. There will be so many strange men there. There will be other people there, sometime Muslim, non-Muslim, and then they will be seeing your wife and so forth and all that. So how can that be permissible? Yes why you don't bring that sheep there by your house and then there in your backyard, for example, it's you, your wife, your children, and then she slaughters, there's no strange man there, then it's permissible, provided that she knows how to slaughter properly. But in full view of all the men and so forth, that definitely is unacceptable and not permissible."
0: let's go to uh, false risk. how do i know which contraceptives muftisab are permissible for muslim females ustad
1: remember no contraceptives are permissible that that is our fatwa on that all this is the western system western culture Islam al-Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, Tanakahu takasaru, you must get married and have lot of children. Fa inni بِكُمُ bikumul umam yawm al I will be very, very pleased and happy when I see my ummah in quantity, in quality, is the biggest and the best and the hadith in Mishkar Sharif, Mustadah Ahmad now the western system came they said no you must have one son one daughter one child two children three maximum four and then finish you must go shop and so forth use contraceptives and all that so definitely that is not permissible remember and how many problems our women have Me, I don't understand, but you all send all these things to me about the loop and marina. I don't know what and what and what is not permissible, all these things here. So you must remember that if you want, then you must tell your husband he can make azal. Azal is before. You must remember he fulfills his desires, he withdraws. So that is acceptable natural system if there is a valid reason, for example, then the wife, she you know caesarean children were three four or so and now it's very dangerous for her to have more children and so forth so you can practice on that uh, but there's all these other things we say is not permissible
0: so i see the brother says but my wife does not work ustad is qurbani compulsory upon her she is not Zakatable. i take care of her expenses ustad
1: Let's see a very, very interesting question you have asked, my brother. And now all you, the esteemed listeners of Sirius FM and of Marker Sahaba, the voice of Alu Sunnah Al-Jama'ah, you should understand it. So one side is the Shafi'is, the Malikis, the Hambalis. Some of them say is Farse Kifaya. Some of they say Sunnah al Al-Kifaya and so forth. To sum it up, according to Maliki, Shafis, Hanbalis, that we are in Kimberley, we are in Cape Town, and those places. So I'm using Desim as an example where there are many, many Shafis. they are a the majority, obviously. So in a case like that, 10, 20, 50 people make qurbani. So those who make, they will be rewarded. And those who don't make, they'll be absorbed of their duty, meaning there would not be a sin upon them are we understanding the first issue that, Hanafis say no that it is compulsory not upon minors and children and so forth but people who are sane and mature when these conditions are fulfilled so let's give you one Quranic verse and let's give you one hadith so the Hanafis say wajib that the Quran Sharif states li that means that you must perform your eat Salat, and thereafter you must slaughter. Nahar means that you slaughter, and slaughtering the camel. So the camel is slaughtered whilst the animal is standing. And you must remember that you have to fasten the leg of the one animal, of the one, the one leg of the animal of the camel, and then you slaughter it. So that's one. Second one is thus, that in the other case, goat and sheep and cow, بقرا, you drop the animal, you bring it to the ground, the land and sand, and then you sacrifice it, slaughter it. So these are the words you must remember. So that is the dalil they use, the Hanafis, swalli lirabbika wanhar. So each Salat is wajib and Qurbani is wajib. Why? Al-Amru Lil you have commandment, injunction, and that is for compulsion and to show it is mandatory. The hadith mentioned in Ibn Majah Man wajada sa'atan. A person has the means. And he does or oh, she, they don't make the qurbani, then you don't make the qurbani, you never started, you mustn't even come for each salat. So, meaning that this is a strong wa'id and a warning, the hadith is authentic in Ibn Majah. So, hanafi is saying, now the example you made, now you, it's compulsory upon you. You got a shop, you got a job, you are earning, and so forth, so that your story is clear-cut. Now your wife, she's at home, all right? She is cooking for you, and after the looking after the children, and so forth. So basically, there's no income for her, as far as you are concerned. So she's not getting a monthly, weekly income, and so forth. So is Gurbani compulsive upon her? Yes, it's compulsive upon her. How come? Because she got so much jewelry. Because on those three days, this year, 2023, the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, how many clothes she got. So she only need five sets of clothes. she got 20 sets of clothing. She only need two pairs of shoes. She got 10 pairs of shoes. So how much cutlery, crockery she got, it belongs to her. And so many extra things. So everything that is extra, whether it's your clothing, whether it's your jewelry, whether it's work, whatever else, your shoes, and cutlery, crockery, all that, beside the cash, and then you add the cash, and it comes to 9,000 ren or more, then qurbani will be compulsory upon you. So therefore, my brother, we should look for an excuse that to say Kurbani is compulsory upon her, not look for an excuse to say Kurbani is not compulsory upon her. My wife, I can say, she's not working, she's not earning, and all that. Is it compulsory? A hundred percent. And I already spoke to Molana. I told Molana, give me two sheep. The best of the best, the most expensive we want. We don't want the cheapest one. We want the best one, one <laughs> for me, one for my wife. Subhanallah. So why I said that? Alama Kasani Rahimamullah Malikul Ulama Badai Usanae. He wrote there in his work, great work, the Hanafi Ulama, they know about this, especially if you're issuing Fatawas and verdicts Day he quoted and said that for your qurbani animals look for the big, nice, healthy ones because that will your means of conveyance to take you into Jannah. Don't go look for one mar and skral and half in sakarat one and sheep and all that. Maybe you just fall down and there's problems, you know. So therefore, brother, that is my advice to you. <laughs>
0: Subhanallah. Somebody says, Muftisab, times are bad. Will it be sinful if one cannot afford to fulfill the obligation of Qurbani? We are living week to week. Can we put Qurbani on the credit card and pay for it when we have the funds, Ustad?
1: 100% you must remember as long as no interest is involved. See, I want to ask you, you must be honest, right? So for each shopping, So now we will buy so many new clothes for the husband, for the wife, for the children, for this. How come we got all money for that there? But when it comes to kurbani and that, then we look for excuses. Mm-hmm. All these people who say, no, times are very difficult. Go to their houses, 95%, they got TV, they got internet, they got subscription, and Hollywood, Bollywood, Robin Hood, all this. From so where all the money comes for that? Most of it is haram also. For haram things, we got the money. But for things we're supposed to do, now we look for excuses." As-shaytanu ya'idukum al-faqra Shaytan, he promises you poverty and that same Satan, Lucifer he commands you to do that which is obscene and indecent so don't look for loopholes I just told you just now say, Ya Allah, I will make the Kurmani because of your bounties, favors upon me and I will not look for loopholes and so forth so that is the spirit we should enter the Eid al-Adha and the Qurbani
0: Ustaz, when do we know that a male and female is ready for marriage?
1: Ustad so you must remember the hadith is in Bukhari Sharif ya ma'ashir shabab O oh you the group of youngsters Manista amin baa whosoever from you you have the financial means physical means so you get married immediately as soon as possible For aghaddu l-basar so that will keep your gaze down wa'ahsanu l and that will keep remember your private part and in check, meaning it will be protected your private part, so that is Bukhari Sharif's hadith then go look at Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam there's Sayyidah Fatima she married, you must remember, Sayna Ali anna, when she was 15 years old in 5 months, 15 and a half years, so remember that so if we want, we get our daughters, our sons married when they're 17, 18, 19, 20 21, 22 but we must be honest also, that they must not be so nadan, that they are so a naive and the husband just shouts them or look at them, you know, and take out his eyes, then she already start crying and all these type of things. So you have to be physically also prepared and mature and you have to be mentally mature also. Marriage is a life of responsibilities. You can't be dialing, uh, you understand, roti every day, dialing uh, acne every day, dialing uh, achar every day and pickle and all that you have to learn and know that how to bubble, to run the house you must know what to cook you must know how to clean the house you have to do all that it's not necessary your husband must get a maid for you every day Maybe he gets a maid for you once a week, twice a week, and so forth. So the main thing is that you, the parents, and especially the mother, you have to teach your daughters, and so forth, how to cook, and so forth. You, the fathers, you must teach your son that he must be responsible. He can't be running around with this lady and that lady in Islam pre-marital affairs and after-marital affairs, uh, pre- and post-marital affairs. All haram remember that so we must be clear on all these issues and you have to tell him he must get a job he must be working can't be sitting on his laurels and thinking of hadi and all that so both parties you have to address them and speak to them adinu and nasiha is hadith sahih authentic hadith in muslim sharif what is deen islam is give advices sincere pure advices
0: Mm. somebody says your ustad Is it permissible to purchase goods from supermarket chains if they import things from India, Israel, etc.? Is it enough to not purchase those goods? or must we refrain from purchasing anything that.
1: So remember from fatwa point of view it will be permissible but from taqwa point of view and that is better to abstain and refrain. You know that these both countries, Israel, India and apartheid regimes and what they are doing to our Muslims and how they demolish our mosque and masajid and places and so forth. So as far as possible that you don't support them, you support others. So today we got so many Muslims out and so forth. You just come to Lens and just see how many Muslims are selling things. So instead of supporting the non Muslims, the other go support the muslim So that will be a better way of doing things.
0: Hmm. Anonymous says I have heard that Hazrat Mulana Mufti is the size of a very pious alim. Can you share some information with
1: so hazard maulana is well in his eighties and you must remember he finished his alim course in less than two years genius and remember Hazan Mawana Masiullah <laughs> Khan used to say, Mawl Molvi Ahmad Sadik decide a ka mufti here. So he is the Mufti of the Muftis. Remember that. And he said, Never will there be another student like him in Jalalabad and so forth. Sometimes people when they read the majlis, they say, How can Mawlana write like this and so forth? But go meet the person you won't find a more humble person than Molana, So his love for deen, al-hubbu lillah wal bughz lillah. There's no compromise, there's no apology, and so forth. So I give you one incident. When they went to Afghanistan, not now, those times when the Taliban were in power the first time, so everybody was now preparing to eat, and now they're going to eat on the chairs and table and us and all that. So he told the Khadim there for me, put on the floor and I'll eat there one side and so forth. So they told the president, the president was Rabbani that time there. So President Rabbani said what this man is doing is right and then he, i also going to sit with him and eat on the floor. Then everybody ate on the floor. Mm. You see that is Hazrat Maulana. That he doesn't want to leave out the sunnah of Nabi a.s. A.S. He doesn't want to carry favor with any people or any politician and so forth. His aim is Deen must be protected and propagated in his pristine purity. And look at the work he has done in the past 50 years, no Darulum, no Madrasa, no one can say they have written so many books in South Africa, like him, nobody You must remember that, you agree, you don't agree, that's your business, but according to me, I always say in South Africa, Hazrat Mufti Rizal Haksab is one of his greatest, and then number two comes, that Allah protect them, they vote our teachers, and that is my opinion on that you agree, don't agree, is your business. That another incident I give you. You wanted incidents, so let me give you one more. That I saw him myself, his eyesight was failing. You know, he should take magnifying glass and read. I saw myself. Then a doctor told him, Molana, I know you don't want to miss Salat and so forth and so forth. So I will make do your operation in the early part of the morning. Before Zohar, you will be okay. You will be fixed up in this sense. You won't miss Zohar Salat. You won't miss any Salat. Only one thing you will have to do. Before the operation, after the operation, you will have to sit and read. So I saw that also. That he sat on the chair and he was reading and so forth, Salat and that. So now he can see perfect. You understood? Eyesight, the vision, also Now all restored by Allah's fazl Allah's mercy. You know what the man did? He read 1,000 rakats nafil salat. How many? 1,000 <laughs> rakats. I confirmed this with him. Somebody else told me, but I don't just believe. I went and I asked him. Then I asked him, is true? He said, yes. 1,000 rakat nafil salat he read. All that salat he read on the chair, because according to what the doctor said, he made qadha of all that salat. There's there no need for that. But you don't want, you must practice on taqwa and piety and so forth. So that is Hazrat Mohana Ahmad Sadiq Desai sahab Hafidhullah. <laughs> he keeps all the Malvis, including all of us, in check, you must remember Allah, that. Akbar. So that is him. He loves the deen so much, remember.
0: <laughs> Allahu Akbar, Subhanallah. Dear respected Mufti sahab uh, is a woman allowed to cut trim and style her hair only for my husband because he says i look old his sheikh says you must do what your husband says or else he will look elsewhere what do i do ustad
1: so, yea, there are three questions. Is it permissible for a woman to cut her hair? Definitely not permissible. Even if it is for the husband. So, the hadith of prohibition you will find in Jamiu Sahir. In Jamiu Sagir, you will find all according to alphabetical order. So, you will find Naha Rasulullah, Naha Rasulullah, Naha Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi sallam So, there Nabi sallallahu alayhi sallam prohibited the women from cutting the hair. So, there's the first hadith. Second one, when you the men you keep beards and you the women you keep long long hair and you know that you go and then you make plaits of your hair and so forth, so the hadith in Mustafir those of Dalami that the malaika the angels they making dua for you daily, Subhana man bil-liha. When nisab is the waib, ya Allah, you make this man more and more handsome with their beards and those women with their long, long hair. So that is what the Hadith is saying. Now you say, no, it's just for your husband. You don't know the Hadith and that Sheikh who telling you, you must listen to your husband. Mm. That Sheikh, you must tell him, if you quoting him correctly, you must tell him that he must go back to madrasa and go learn Quran, Sharif and Sunnah. Mm. Nabi Ali said, La Mahlukin, Fima Asid There is no obedience to any creation, whether his father, whether his mother, whether his teacher, whether his husband, whether his wife, whether his king or prince or crown prince or whoever, when you are breaking the laws of Almighty Allah makhluqin fi al-Khaliq is authentic hadith in Mishkat Sharif, Ibn Majah, and various compilations. And then next one, that your husband says you are looking old. So ask him every day that passes, is looking younger or he's looking old. So you must remember that. So you must use your common sense, you know. Tell him the older you look, the more and more white hair you get. Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, La tantifu shayb, fa innahu nurul muslim. Don't pluck out and remove the white, white hair That is radiance and effulgence for a Muslim. Authentic hadith in Mishka sharif So the more you have, the more mercy Allah will shower you with. And Allah ta'ala will make your hisab and reckoning and all that easy for you. So therefore the problem is today... Muslims, married couples, not married, ninety percent, eighty percent watching TV, Hollywood, Bollywood, Robin Hood, Tiger Hood, Shaitan Hood. Then they start thinking just like them because you bombarded by them and so forth. So then the name is Bali Bilal, but the thought process is Bali. The name is Maria, but the thinking is just like Mary. So that is where all the problem comes. It's not permissible.
0: Hmm. said, let's go to Dubai. There's three questions. One says, is it true that any sin that is committed on the day of Eid is, is if it is, has been committed on the day of Qiyamah in front of Allah? Is it true that both Eid is three days? And the third question is, if Eid is three days, then would a sin committed on any of the three days be as if it is committed on the day of kiamat in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we start from
1: Dubai remember that Eid al-Fitr is one day only so you must remember Eid al-Fitr is one day only we kept fast of Ramadan and then 29 days, 30 days the moon was sighted after 29 days then it's Eid al-Fitr or the moon was not sighted then it's 30 days and the next day is Eid so Eid al-Fitr from Sharia from Islamic point of view is one day that is different now in the Emirates or in Saudi or Arab regimes and so forth. They they give you three days public holiday and so forth. That is from their side. You got nothing to do with Islam there. That is just for the people to go and meet their families and go here and there and all that. So that is first thing. Second one is this Idul Adha. You must remember is tenth of Zul Hijjah. Then the slaughtering that according to the Malikis, the Hanafis, and the Hanbalis is three days. The 10th, the 11th, the 12th. So this year, Eid in South Africa Thursday, so Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Only Al-Imam al-Shafi'i says, that you can slaughter for four days. He includes the 13th. So remember that if you want the kitab on this topic in Dubai, you'll get it there. al in biha Shafi'i, Duna those Masail and issues and so forth, where Imam shafis alone and the other scholars, the three Hanafis, Malikis, Ambalis on the other side, so this is one of them. So 10th, 11, 12 are the days of Eid according to majority scholars for slaughtering, and Imam Shafi says the day of Eid, another three days, 11, 12, 13. Day of Eid is Yomun Nahar, the day of Idul Adha, Yomun Nahar, the day of slaughtering, and 11, 12, 13 is a Yamut so these four days is haram to fast and on Eid fitr first of Shawwal is haram to fast. Any other day besides that you can fast. So that is the that first statement you made that if a person commits a crime on the day of Eid fitr or Eid adha is like committing a crime in front of Allah Ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah. Yeah. That is not authentic. That, But it was remember that that person commits crime, even nine this world, whether it's Eid day or not, Allah Taala is all observing. Allah Taala is all knowing. So we are committing the crime in front of Almighty Allah. It's not only day of Qiyamah and so forth. So the day of Qiyamah, nobody should commit the crime because everybody is worried about Nafsi, Nafsi. So ye is the time we have to stay away from vices and sins and do all the righteous deeds and actions.
0: <laughs> so let's understand uh, this uh, question. Uh Ustari, it says, Mufti A.K., Today we're having Talib. There's a sister saying in our group that she has a recording of Mufti Aki saying this interfaith they're going to have is permissible. Can Mufti Saab please repeat your answer so I can tell the sister this afternoon that it's not permissible and there will be senior ulama there. Who
1: so you must remember I sent out the message today. Mm. And yeah, last mm. night on Q&A also I said <clears throat> if people don't hear proper police how can I be to blame? You know, you must remember this: that in Arabic we have wonderful sayings. It's not hadith; it's just a proverb, a saying. "Wa kum min aibin qaulan sahiha wa afatu min al-fahmi That so many times what is said is hundred percent correct, but the person understanding it, he must construes it, must understand it, because their brains are sick themselves; their understanding is sick. I said last night, and again, and always I say this, that if you mean that by interfaith, that the Hindu comes, the Jew comes, the Christian comes, the Buddhist comes, the Muslim comes, and then everybody must just speak and so forth. So that is absolutely haram. Because the premise on which it is that all faiths are equal, and that is what the enemies of Islam want, you must remember. You don't see what's happening there in the Emirates, what's happening in the Arab states. They're building churches, building temples, and all these type of things to please the Hindus, the idol worshippers, to please the Buddhas, to please the Christians, and so forth. So all these type of things are happening. So we must be clear on all this here. So that is absolutely haram. If you mean you're going there to debate with them and say Islam is the best and remember that your religions are false and so forth, so that is a different issue. Obviously that is permissible. Did not Nabi Ibrahim Alayhi debate with them? Did not other Anbiya debate with the non-Muslims and so forth and so on? debating with them is a different issue and going and sitting there and just giving your story. Mm. You saw today I sent out things. Mona Arafat sent it out. You got our molvis, you got our sheiks. there's music there and there are what and what other haram things going on there and they're giving lecture. Why? Because to curry favour with the politicians, to curry favour with the rich people who give them so money so. and so <laughs> forth and so on. Is that halal? Absolutely haram And I call them traitors to Islam mm. And I call them traitors to Muslims As well So therefore you must understand properly What we say and don't come with fairy tales mm.
0: Subhanallah Subhanallah 20 minutes uh, to 12 we go for an interval When we come back inshallah We will continue with the bliss of marriage Don't go away Stay tuned Marcus Sahaba The voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaa. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Well, it's uh, 20 minutes uh, to 12. Remember, our WhatsApp number is 084 786 3132. Anonymous wants to know, Ustad, does my wife need my permission to go to her brother's house while I'm at work? Ustad? 100%
1: 100% you must remember the wife has to stay at home. The Qur'an Sharif states, For Muslim women, their place is at home. Third, you must stay in your homes, O oh ladies. And you can't go outside and you are dressing to kill and you know the dolled up and so forth. Surah 33, verse 33. If you are not married, then you have to take permission from your father. And if you are married, then you must take permission from your husband. So remember that. And the husband also must use his brains, you must remember. If your wife has to go to the doctor and, you know, or to visit somebody, her family member, a female in a hospital or something, so remember that you should give permission for this type of things here, yeah? that you must not go to another extreme and never give her permission when there's need and necessity and so forth. But she can't be going every day that I'm going now to the mall and I'm going to meet Paul and all that. Obviously, all that is haram and not permissible.
0: Mm. Somebody says here, Ustad, in a bad child-parent relationship. If the son or daughter wants to make things better, but cannot because of the parents are not changing, what's the obligation towards the child, Ustad?
1: remember that we must make a practical example. Then only you will understand this. So there's a father, there's a mother, there are two, three children and so forth. So one son or one daughter, he and his parents are not clicking. They are not on the same page. You understand? If one say right, the other say left. One say hot, the other one say cold and so forth. So they always at opposite ends. You know, it will be what you will call a toxic relationship between them. So, you, the other son, the other daughter, you should come in and you must speak to your brother, speak to your sister that you know what, that if you just maybe look at it from another perspective and so forth, that father is right or mother is right and so forth. So by your sibling, you must speak about the virtues of your parents and so forth. And then you must go independently, individually to your father, to your mother, and speak to both of them afterwards and speak about the good qualities your brother, your sister has and so forth and so on. So it's all give and take business. You must remember that. But the bottom line is this: none of us must violate the Sharia. All my Allah speaks of all this in the noble Quran. Everybody today aspires. We want love. We want this. We want that. Unity and so forth. All just theory. When you tell them the practicality, then they turn away. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ أَمَنُوا وَأَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ سَيَجْعَلُ لَهُمُ الرّحْمَنُ وُدًّا Verily, those people who possess true Iman and they continue with the righteous deeds, For them, soon Allah Ta'ala will place in their hearts the true love. Remember that. Love for Allah Ta'ala. Love amongst themselves and so forth. Surah 19, Surah Maryam, chapter number 96. Chapter 19 and verse number 96. Wuddha and all parties, parents, children, siblings, should be reading the Asma'ullah al-Husna, the wonderful, beautiful 99 names of all Allah Jalla and that is, Man Ahsaha al Jannah, Man Hafidhaha dakhala Jannah, you buy heart eat, you enter Jannah Hadith in Bukhari Sharif, you look inside and you read it, then also you enter Jannah Hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif, Allah is commanding us that walillāhi al-asmaul husnā faduuhubya that invoke and call Almighty Allah by His beautiful, wonderful names. Chapter seven, verse one eighty-one eight zero. And Ya do Ya'wadu, do Then you will see Allah will make in the hearts closer and nearer to one another. So and give out charity every day. You will see how all met Allah will change things from negative to positive. Inshallah.
0: Hmm. Ustad, the sister wants to know: Would we need Wudu to touch Hadith Kitabs like Bukhari and others, Ustad?
1: It's better, but not compulsory. Remember that it's better, but not compulsory. Story time. I'm sure you heard you may be your lun man never met him and so forth, but you know he well known personality. Allah Tala gave him such kabuliyat and so forth. Hazrat Sheikh, Hazrat Maulana Muhammad Zakariya Shaykhuladis, Allah Markadahu. He came to South Africa in nineteen eighty one in Stenga, Mona Tutlasap and them they invited Mawana Gardi of White River. Muhatutlasa passed away, Allah give him and those. So anyway, that was Hazrat's last Ramadan. 1982, first Shaban, he passes away. I met Hazrat Sheikh there in Saharanpur. I met him in Karachi with Allama bin Nuri. We were giving them mangoes and what a beautiful scene it was. Marajal Bahrain, the two oceans are there. <coughs> we met as a Sheikh in Madina Munawwara. Like that many a time, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen in abti not abti people didn't know how to pronounce abti means an autobiography so sheikh writes as imam Sheikh shekhladih writes that when we were in the final year when we were in the final year dawratul hadith what we call so me and my colleague my Sabak, you see so we used to sit directly opposite the teacher and we made a pact we made an agreement that every hadith we're gonna hear directly from the Ustad and it must be in the state of wudu So it was graded on for months and months. Then whenever there was a need that you know the wind will come out or there to go and make wudu again, so they would just tap one another and like with the elbow and so forth, you know. So then the other student would pose a question to the Ustad. And the other student that will go out quickly outside there, there was a tap. Go make the first huzu come back. You see, so for months it carried on. Then one teacher caught up. There's something happening. One student goes out, and the other students ask a question. The question is first, and then the other one goes out. So he said, Yakya So then they said, "So they said very, very good." So see ba adab ba nasib, ba adab ba nasib that when you have adab and respect for your Quran, for your Hadith, for your Kitabs and so forth, Allah Ta'ala takes you very, very far. Today people read Quran and touch Quran also without Huzu, Allah forbid. So it's not compulsory for Hadith and all those books there beside Quran, but 100% is a virtuous and a meritorious deed. And in that way, myself, with Allah's help, I never must, one period, you must remember, in all my Hadith Kitab, you must remember that you take Mishkat, and the final year we did 10 kitabs. We did Bukhari, Muslim, Abu Dawood, tirmizi Nasai, Ibn Majah, Mutta Malik, Mutta Muhammad, and we were the only ones, whole of Pakistan, we did Musnadi Abi Hanifa. And you know who taught us that? Hazrat Maana Aziz Ahmed hafiz Rahimamullah <laughs> and he taught Qasim Sema in Dabel in 1937, and is teaching us in 79, 1980, and Tahawi ten kitab. Read it. So you must remember, he said, "Me aapko agar is So half the students shouldn't even come. You know, understood. Because shouldn't, you know, and as you shouldn't take register. He all oh, night, don't worry of register. So everybody used to call him Sheikh al-Hadisab or Babaji. So that was Hazrat Moana Aziz Ahmad Bihari. His Moa Qasim Sema, teacher, and I was reading one book the other day and I found that even Maha'ana Ahmed Al Aturani, the old man who passed away, so he was his teacher also, and I confirmed it also. So imagine what, what respect they had for the kitabs and so forth.
0: I see Hafiz Yusri just in a message says that Sheikh Shamil, Shamil from Masjidul Taqwa in Port Elizabeth has passed away in Medina, Ustad.
1: Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un Allah Jallala, Grand Sheikh Shamil Jannatul Firdausil Allah. He always had a smiling face, you know. I lectured so many times there, and you know, even uh, eats a lot. I had to deliver one day a lecture there, and so forth and so on. So look at the death Allah Taala gives him in Medina Manovala. We don't know. Sometimes people do one two good actions, and that is beloved by all. Allah Hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif Manistat Ta Man istata'a minkum ayyamutabil madina. Whosoever of you can pass away in Medina so you should pass away there. Faliyamutbiyah. Fa inni ashfa'ulakum. I will intercede for you. And so forth. The authentic hadith in Tirmidhi. So we make dua He was very, very ill. I know that the last time when I was in PE, the people told me that Sheikh is very, very ill. So Allah the grand Shaykh Shamil. He was Imam there. And then he retired also. So then they had other Imams. So remember Majid <laughs> Al-Taqwa Allah Ta'ala grant him Jannatul Al-Firdaus Al-A'la Allah t'ala grant his family sabr Jamil And we <clears> all <throat> should take Ibrah and lesson from there Ameen. And ask all Allah For such an ending Allahumma Jal-Khayra Ayyamina Yawman Al-Qaqafi Ya Allah Make that the best day In our life The day we come to meet you May all Allah Make maghfirat Forgive him And grant him Jannatul Al-Firdaus Al-A'la Amen Ya
0: Ameen, 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 Summa Ameen. Somebody says haven't been married uh, three months, hey, three months but no rukhsat yet, even though I have spent few minutes alone and spent time outside with my wife.
1: It says, so is there any iddah in case of talaqusat? So you must remember this is the sequence of events. So husband and wife got married. Then they must have had an agreement that the wife will come after three months or whatever. In the interim, that you, husband and wife, you all went into khalwa. Khalwa means you were totally alone and all that for 5, 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever the case is. And now, but you haven't consummated your marriage. That's what you're trying to say. So, and now if you die, Oh, you must remember, you give her talaq. Is the iddat 100% is iddat. So if you gave her talaq, then there'll be iddat salat, three menses, and so forth. And remember, why? Because you went into Khalwa, you went into privacy. And if you pass away, khala biha, awlam yadkul, and whether you consummated the marriage or not, so still there'll be iddat upon her, and then the iddat will be 130 days, 130 days. Days from time of death. My advice to both of you, husband and wife that you're grown-up, don't behave like small, small children now and small, small irresponsible people, and you the parents of the girl today immediately. Dad, send your daughter to her husband and delay, 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 and all that. So what is the meaning of the marriage? So no, 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 next week, next week, next week. Now, no, we'll wait till the Eid and then. It's not permissible, all that. You must send your daughter immediately. Remember the husband. You, the husband, also should wake up. This hadith you must remember is mentioned in Mustadrag Hakim. Pay attention to this hadith. In hakkan al Rajul, a person got married. Who's got the most rights over him? He, Rahmatul said Inna A Al Rajul ummuhu. that his mother will still have more rights over him compared to his wife. Wa inna النَّاسِ Hakan al Mara and the person who has the greatest rights over the lady after she's married, Zojuha is a husband. You husband, go there by your wife's place Pick her up and take her finish. You don't need their permission and all that because you got more rights. Obviously, Akhlaqan that ethically is better, but if they become difficult and you tell your wife, you must come with me now, she must listen to you and she don't have to <coughs> listen to her parents. What is that marriage now, three, three months and all that? You never still slept with your wife, you know, all these type of things there. So for what the delay? Mm-hmm. or oh, at the mm-hmm. swift shaitan. Remember, it's not a hadith, it's a saying. All this delay, delay, procrastinating, talmatol in Urdu, you say. So all this talmatol and delay and all is from shaitan and all. So already the thoughts of talak and that is coming in you. So you also must wake up and go fetch your wife immediately.
0: Six minutes uh, to 12 o'clock. Uh, the message says it's very, very strange. How Marcus Sahaba speaks bad of senior ulama of the country? Answer me one question, Muftisab. Did Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam call Sahaba Murtab? And did Nabi Sallallahu in his lifetime say, don't read Salah behind a Sahaba? I'm in my finally of my alim class. I'm recording Muftisab. Hope you don't mind. We'll start. Record
1: me and send it to all. When your so-called senior ulama go to the church, they murdered or not i'm asking you (laughs) when your so-called senior ulama cannot call the shia's kuffar then you call them good muslims nabi sallallahu alayhi sallam's hadith in tirmidhi you think you know too much but you still jahil so go learn all that first you never heard learned in tirmidhi Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi said Man Sabba Ashabi that whosoever swears my companions and so forth and so forth. So in other words, what must you say? For, for, Man sabba ashabi, faqooloo, ala then curse those people there. So what your Molvis are doing there? They can't even say that she has a kuffar. We must remember they swearing our mothers at Aisha radiallahu anha, They swearing cursing Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala an, Sayyidina Umar radiallahu an, Sayyidina Usman radiallahu an, And you want to come tell me they are senior ulama. So, you know, Salat behind them is not permissible. You must remember that. They are traitors to Islam. They stand with the kuffar and all that. They got musical shows there. And they, because those people give them money and they go stand in interfaith and so forth. They, who closed the masjid? I want to ask you that. You understand? Who went to court to close the masjid? Before time, they closed the masjid. You know what the Quran says about that? Surah 2, verse 114. Don't come with your senior story and all that. They are disgraced. Allah is disgracing them every day. Who is having affairs and all that there? Your own molvis expose them. You must remember this type of thing. You must. So don't come tell me your stories. Who went to court again as friends of the court? Were the lesbians and all this things to change our laws of nikah? is Muslim this. So you must remember, it's 100% nifaq, all these things here. Yeah? So brother, you must go back to Madrasa and start Ula all over again. That's what you need to do. Because you're growing too many horns, you must remember that. <laughs> Allahu Akbar. is asking, can he contact you, <laughs> You don't have to contact me, nothing. I made my case, you must remember. You must answer all these questions. Is it permissible to close the masjid, yes or no? Is it permissible to go to court to close a masjid? <laughs> Never happened in human history, Hello. but happened in South Africa. A shame and disgrace on you and your so-called molvis, sellouts and traitors, go with the lesbians and all that. Is Jai all that? So can't call the Shias kufar. Just answer all this. Don't come with your stories. I don't have time for jahil people.
0: <laughs> Who said, uh, somebody says that I heard that partnerships are the last resort. I wanted to enter into a partnership with my mother, so that she could also benefit from the new business venture. Would you recommend this, usad
1: My brother, there are three issues here if it is your mother, so what you want to bring her as a partnership and all that. Make this intention, Ya Allah, I'm opening the shop and everything. For my profits I will make, I will give 10%, 20% to my mother lovingly, willingly and sincerely and then see how much barakah, blessing Allah will give you. Now you want to bring your mother into business and a partnership. So although she might not come to the shop or factory or so forth, what What I want to ask you is this, Quran Sharif states that majority of the partners, you must remember that they make zulam upon one another. Partnership in Islam works. Al You are partners in profit, P R O F I T, and you are partners in loss as well. So you must remember that when you are partners in both, then what happens? Then you want to put your mother in liabilities and debts and all that. So it doesn't work out, Quran says. Illallah Amanu Except you must remember for those people who go through through Iman, they do the righteous deeds Wakalilum mahum and they very very few. You see the word Khalil is already few. And Ma Ma Ibamialita Kidil الْقِلَّةِ So you must remember that Wakalilum mahum, but they very, very few of them. So that is what the Quran is teaching teaching us surah 38 surah sword verse number 24 Mm. so I would never ever want you to enter partnership with your mother you must give her from your prophets every week every month and tell her ummi I can never ever repay you for what you did for me but this is a small token of my appreciation so that is what you should do last question
0: Mm. somebody says "Your are ustada it says a Can my wife attend a baby shower for ladies only strictly for the
1: All haram, all these things. That's what I just told you all just now. You all got all the Western customs. So where all this came here? authentic hadith in sahih muslim so you must remember that that whosoever he brings all new new things in islam say strictly parda and thus and thus baby shower what is baby shower now your, your your friend is pregnant so she will say i need a, pram, a stroller, i need nappies i need a bottle i need a dummy i need this i need this and this and all then you're going to have a wedding shower. So then another one will say this. And that. Then you will say, I need another shower. You understand? <laughs> and, uh, husband and wife are busy, so now they have to take shower. So then she will tell you, I need this. And What shaitaniyat is all these things? Birthday shower and all this. Yeah. It's all haram, all these things. Got no place in Islam. Man tashabbaha biqawmin for waminhum. When you imitate people, you become part and parcel of them. Authentic hadith in Abu Dawood. Baraka Lafik, Salam Alaikum, or Ahmedullah, Wa
0: will be a Salam, warahmatullahi Ahmedullah, he will Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunna, Wal Jama.